What if I told you that there was only one thing that you needed to know in life and knowing it would bring you true happiness and success? It would literally change your life. Well, today I want to share with you what I've been sharing with my clients and what I have seen change their lives and also change my life. So let's dive into the conversation. Welcome to the Lead Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Barron. I'm obsessed with helping people feel more connected to themselves, the people they love, their work, and their purpose. I'm a leadership coach, speaker, self-improvement junkie, wife, mom of two teenagers, and 30-year corporate career woman turned entrepreneur. This podcast will give you the tools, insights, and real honest conversations that will help you lead your life so you can love your life. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the Lead Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Barron, and I am so grateful you are here this week. This week is going to be a really important conversation. I like to think that a lot of our conversations are important, but this one in particular, as I mentioned in the intro, can be life-changing. It was for me, it has been for my clients, and all of the groups that I work with. And I'm just grateful that we can sit down and have this conversation together. Because so much of the content that I bring to you is co-created. It's from messages, from DMs, from emails that I get from you saying, I loved this episode. Can you talk about this? Or it's from experiences that my clients have and successes that my clients have, or things that we're working through together that you know come into my mind as we're going through them. And I think, you know what, this would be really valuable for other people to listen in and to learn from. So my whole purpose in bringing you this podcast is to provide value so that you can make an impact and a difference in your life and your leadership. I'm, again, glad that we are having this conversation. And honestly, looking back, we should have had this conversation much earlier. I touched on it in episode 12, which was way back when. We are going to be revisiting it. And the reason why I keep saying it is I want to keep you in a little suspense because I think you're going to be surprised at what this magic tip and this magic tool is for your life. Because it's very simple, but simple doesn't always get executed. And sometimes the simple fixes that we can utilize to change our lives, our leadership, are not always the ones that we implement. So that's why we are having the podcast today. I want to start off by sharing some stories, some real life stories of clients and their experiences. And I'm hoping that through sharing their experiences with you, that it'll help you and that you'll be able to see yourself in their story and start to think about how this affects you. So I'll start out with the first example, which is one of my clients named George. George works for a very large media agency. He's climbed the ranks If you look at his resume and his life, he has everything. He has a very high-paying salary. 
He has a wife. He has 2.5 kids. He has the house in the really nice neighborhood. He has the nice car. He has everything that we all kind of deem as societal successes. He works with really popular, influential clients. He has a lot of power in his organization. But George came to me and he still wasn't happy and he still wasn't fulfilled and he couldn't quite put his finger on why. So as I'm sharing these stories, I invite you to grab a piece of paper, write in your journal. Hopefully you have a journal specifically for this podcast, but I invite you to think about what from George's story resonates with you. So I would like to introduce you to my second client. Her name is Emily. I hope it's fairly obvious that these aren't my real clients' names, but let me introduce you to Emily nonetheless. Emily worked for a great organization, one of the top-tier organizations to work for in the world. It's a high-tech company, and her company is working on a cure for diabetes. She is doing very impactful work, but she also came to me because she was not happy She was frustrated. She had also climbed the ranks. She was next in line to be CEO. She had all of the things as well. If you looked at from an external point of view, from her resume, from a friendship point of view, she had everything. She was traveling all over the world, speaking at conferences. She was constantly in the media, speaking about this new invention. She had it all, but she still wasn't happy. She was burned out. She was exhausted. She just simply wasn't fulfilled. And so that was the second case study that I bring to you. And again, I invite you to write down what is it about her story that resonates with you. And the last example I will give you is yours truly. It's my personal example. Here I was working for one of the top Fortune 100 companies in the world. I was working in the top candy business. We were having fun. I worked with great people. I had great teams throughout my entire career, and I worked there for 27 years. And again, there were many times throughout my career that I had that that fire in the belly, that itch that just needed to be scratched, that I just wasn't happy. I wish I had listened to a podcast like this, or I wished earlier on that I would have had a conversation with a coach, because honestly, it would have changed everything for me. And I honestly think the biggest blessing that I had in my career is while I was still in my career, I went to coaching certification. And through that process, I learned what I'm going to share with you today. And what that is, is getting in touch with your core values. It sounds simple. And it is simple. But what I have to tell you is the results out of identifying and living your core values is absolutely life-changing. So I'm going to come back to these stories about Emily, George, and myself later on in the podcast and tell you what specifically we got in touch with and how that changed things. So let's get into our discussion about core values. You might be sitting there saying, Natalie, what are core values anyway? And how do I find my own core values? I promise you we will get there. And you might also be saying to yourself, okay, I understand why these are important to your clients, but how are they important to me? 
And I promise you, we are going to get there. But let's start with what are core values anyway? They are a description of your character, of how you behave, or what you are like. They are the essence of who you are. So for example, a core value of mine, I'll share my core values, is family. Another core value of mine is connection, integrity, and impact. So you can hear that those can be misperceived as qualities or behaviors or things that are important, but those are really my core values. That is the basis of which I make all of my decisions, and it helps me make decisions faster. And we'll, we'll get to the benefit of core values. So I wanted to give you an example of my core values, but I also want to share a few more core values And there are lists of core values, and you can email me. I'm happy to send you a list of core value words that you can choose from, but you can also Google them. But just to give you some other examples that aren't mine are self-care or environment, uh, flexibility, freedom, fulfillment, trust, vitality, influence, wealth, wisdom, joy, justice, achievement, abundance leadership, loyalty, nature. These are just some examples of core values. So again, feel free to message me. I'm happy to send you a list you can choose from. They are the essence of who you are. They also hold strong no matter what is happening in your life. They also hold strong, especially in times of stress. So it could be you're highly stressed out, could be temptation, it could be you're super fatigued. Essentially, your core values are your compass for everything in your life, no matter what is going on. They guide you to what you will do next or what you won't do. It's your line in the sand. Your values bring you so much clarity. And that clarity brings you confidence. That confidence perpetuates and brings momentum for more action. So you can see why having a clear understanding and appreciation and conscious awareness of what your values are is so important. And as I mentioned, once you know your core values, they influence every decision you make from the friends you choose to where you and how you decide to spend your time the company you decide to work for, where you spend your money, the person you choose to marry or be in relationship with, how you raise your kids. And so I invite you right now, without having a list in front of you, to look at where you are. Because like I mentioned, your values are a compass for where you want to go. But before we can map where we want to go, we have to drop a pin and understand where we're at. So I invite you to pull out your piece of paper, pull out your journal, and take some notes. Look at your life. Pause the podcast. This is your time to take action and to really put these insights into practice. Look at your life right now, where you're at, who you're in relationship with. How are you raising your children? Where are you working? Who are you friends with? Identify those areas that are really good in your life. And then think about the areas that aren't. And think about the core values that are important in both of those areas. 
So in the places where things are thriving and you're doing great and you're really filled up and fulfilled, think about what core values are being honored of yours. And then on the opposite end, think about the areas of your life that you would like to improve, that you would like to make different. And think about the core values that are present there and maybe how they're not being honored or you're not giving time and attention to them Or maybe someone else is crossing that line in the sand because that's how our core values can get activated. They can get activated in a positive way, but they can also get activated in a negative way. And I invite you to think about when you do this process, think about the things that really upset you. Most likely, a core value of yours was dishonored, the line was crossed, or it just completely was wiped out. That's probably what made you really upset. So I want to take you back to the stories that I shared with you about Emily, George, and myself in the beginning. Now that you've had some time to think about your core values and think about in what areas of your life those core values are being honored, and then also what areas of your life maybe they're not being fulfilled to their maximum potential. That essentially was the case with each one of the stories that I shared So first, I'll start with George. Like I said, he worked for a large media agency, on paper, quite the success. He had everything. But the thing that George wanted and desired because it was his core value was adventure. He was so bogged down by his corporate life, and he was so bogged down by the responsibilities and all the success, and that success had a price tag to it. It basically was holding him back from adventure. And he loved being outdoors. He loved adventure. He loved traveling. And his responsibilities at work just didn't give him the opportunity to do that. And so once we got clear on his core values, one of the first commitments that he made was to book a trip for him and his wife. So they booked this amazing trip. It was an adventure hike to Machu Picchu. And he came back and he was a completely different person. The conversation that we had, he was so filled with energy. He was excited. He had a completely renewed energy at work. Here's the most important thing. Nothing at work had changed. But he changed how he showed up at work because his core value of adventure was being honored because he took the time to honor it. And I love that story because It's something that seems so simple, but getting in touch with his core value and realizing how it had unfortunately been put on the back burner changed everything for him. So now I want to transition back to talking about Emily. Emily was a great example because part of her core values were being honored in her work, but part of her core values weren't. And that was just creating this slight dissatisfaction that she couldn't really pinpoint until we did the core values work. And so as I mentioned, she was working for a high-tech company, again, very successful from the outside perspective. And her team was working on, is working on, a very impactful drug that could potentially cure diabetes. For her, one of her core values is impact. That is really important to her. And she feels like that is really being honored. And she's very aligned with her work because of that. But another core value that was really important to Emily was freedom. 
And as I mentioned earlier in the story, she was traveling all over the world. She was speaking at conferences. She was constantly in the media. And you would think that this would be honoring of the freedom core value because she was constantly traveling and she was out and about and she was doing a lot of a variety of different things within her role. But what she really wanted was freedom from her schedule. Her calendar was booked from seven in the morning until seven at night. And oftentimes with client dinners, she was, you know, booked until 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And her assistant had control of her schedule. And so one of the things that we did is we had her start meeting with her assistant and start carving out blocks of time that gave her more freedom throughout the day. That simple discussion with her assistant, you know, part of her value was being really deeply honored, the impact value. But this freedom value wasn't being honored. And she also started being more strategic about what she said yes to. So she wasn't saying yes to every media appearance. She wasn't saying yes to every conference. She was being very strategic about what she said yes to because she needed and wanted more freedom in her life. And now I'll share my own personal story. Like I said, I I wish I would have met with a coach many years ago because I was similar to Emily. Many of my core values were being honored. So as I mentioned earlier, one of my core values is family. I know a lot of people listening to this podcast started recently working from home in the last two, three years because of COVID. Well, that wasn't new to me. I started working remotely 30 years ago. Um, It was my first job out of college. I worked for one of the top candy companies in the world. I've always worked remote. I've never worked in an office. When I was younger, actually before I had kids, I didn't like very much. But once I had kids, I loved working remotely because it really helped me honor my core value of family. The reason why is because I could be here with the kids. I had support and I had a sitter come in during the day, but I was able to have lunch with the kids or I was able to kiss their boo-boo if something happened throughout the day. I was able to be here physically. I also have the freedom and flexibility to go to their birthday parties in their classrooms. And so I had a lot of freedom and flexibility to really honor this core value of family. It was such a great company. My core value of integrity was always honored. My core value of connection. I had great people I worked with on my teams. I answered the Gallup poll, you know, do you have a best friend at work every single year? Because I had wonderful people that I worked with. And so that value of connection was really honored for me. So three out of my four values were really honored in that role. And it's probably the reason why I stayed for so long. But as I mentioned earlier, I did always have this itch that I couldn't figure out where to scratch. And it honestly caused me a lot of inner turmoil. I just never felt truly 100% happy, but I couldn't figure out why. My husband and friends would say to me, Natalie, you have everything. You have a company car, you have all the benefits, you work with great people, you work with great brands. And yes, all of that was true. But I still couldn't figure out why I just wasn't happy. And it wasn't until I did this core values process in my coaching certification that once I did it, the light bulb went on so bright for me and it just became so crystal clear that the one core value 
that I wasn't honoring for myself was impact. Impact in a really deep way. And when I look back at what I used to do on my team, it was all about impact. I was always the one raising my hand for extra projects that would help my team be more efficient, would make their life easier. I volunteered to do training programs on my team. And all of that was honoring this value of impact. But it honestly wasn't deep enough for me. It wasn't big enough. It wasn't outrageous enough. That's why I absolutely love from a very deep, soulful place what I do now, because it honors all of my core values. It gives me the freedom and flexibility to be with my family when my kids are in town, you know, when they're not in college. It gives me connection in a very deep way. I'm connected to my business partner, Lori Tab. I am connected to my clients in a very deep and meaningful way. Integrity, to me, that's just a non-negotiable. I have integrity in all of my interactions with my clients, in my business, with my business partner. But going back to impact, I know because I, I get feedback from my clients on a daily, weekly basis that I'm making a difference. I'm making a difference for them. I'm making a big difference in their organizations. When Lori and I are coaching groups, we're making differences in each of those people's lives and they're in turn having a difference as leaders with their entire teams. We know that we are changing the culture of organizations through helping people change. I can tell you there's nothing more meaningful and deeply satisfying than helping people in that way and seeing the results of that. And what I can share with you is I have never been happier in my entire life in my career because I am honoring all four of those core values of mine. I've never had so much energy. I've never had so much focus. This doesn't feel like work to me because it's so aligned with who I am and my soul and my soul's work that I feel this is a get to every day. And I'm so grateful that I did this values work. And I highly encourage you, if you haven't done it, do it on your own. But if you need a coach and you need someone to walk you through it, I am happy to be that person for you. Because I'm telling you, learning your values is that one thing that you need for success and happiness in your life and your leadership. And some of you might be listening now, thinking about your core values and thinking, where did I get my core values? And that's actually a really interesting question that I want to dive into really quickly. Most of our core values are the values that our parents imparted on us. So they were either values that our parents directly shared with us verbally, or they were things that we watched our parents do and we picked up kind of subconsciously. So I know for me and my family, one of our core values that my mom used to share or, or statements that my mom used to share is, you know, family's always first. And so when I think back to my core value of family, it's not only that my mom and dad said that, but they also put that into action. So if there was a choice between an external thing that had to do with business or friendship, but we had a family thing, my parents always chose family first. And so it wasn't just something that they said, it was something that they lived. And I could go on about that for all the core values. But I invite you to think about 
where you got your core values. The great part about doing that exercise is there's most likely core values because they are a part of how you were raised and who you want to be that you want to keep. But there's also a new opportunity for you to sit with those core values and evaluate them. Yes, these might be the core values that I was raised with, but do those core values work for me? Are those the core values that I want to keep and continue on in my life? This is the beautiful opportunity and the chance to re-choose those for yourself and make a conscious decision about what you want your core values to be and how you want to live those core values. And this is also a great opportunity for you to have a conversation with your spouse, with your partner, to find out where you're aligned and maybe find out where you're misaligned and find out if maybe that's where some of your struggles are happening because maybe one person has a core value of freedom and the other person has a core value of structure or security. And maybe those two are, are core values are bumping heads. The beautiful thing about identifying your core values is it gives you a basis of which to have that conversation. So it's grounded in something substantial other than, well, you keep doing this or I'm not doing this enough and you're complaining. When you ground that conversation in a values conversation, it takes on a whole different meaning and it's often a much more productive conversation. And another question that comes up often is, are my core values different at home or at work? I invite you to think about that for yourself. What I've noticed most often is that they aren't any different. What I would challenge you on is if you say that they are different for you, I would challenge you around the words that are chosen. So a great example of this is the word love. If love is a core value of yours at home and you say, well, I don't, you know, I'm not going to choose love for work. What I would guess is that that might translate into servant leadership. That might translate into you being a very empathetic, compassionate leader. And the essence of your leadership is rooted in love. So don't let the words scare you, but think about how that word might be integrated into your behaviors and your communication at work. So I could probably go on for hours and hours about core values, how you integrate them at work, and I may come back and do a follow-up podcast. But for now, what I hope that you're taking from this podcast is, one, how important it is to understand and identify your core values. Number two, why they're important. They help us make all of our decisions. They are our compass for the path forward in our lives and our leadership. Once you know what your core values are, it becomes harder to settle for anything less because you know exactly what you want and why you want it. And lastly, understanding your core values is a great communication tool for when you can help identify either with your partner, your kids, your friends, your coworkers, your colleagues, your boss, you have a new and different and very profound way of explaining what's important to you and why it's important. So I hope you found this conversation valuable. And I really invite you to take some time 
and to examine, identify, clarify, maybe rediscover some of your core values. And let me know how it goes. Feel free to email me at natalie at leadingpowerfully.com. And I'm happy to continue the conversation with you. Thanks so much. And I will see you back here next week. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you so much for being here today and listening to the Lead Your Life podcast. My invitation to you is that you do one thing today to move toward a more meaningful, fulfilling life for yourself. Today, you have the opportunity to challenge your mindset or have a meaningful conversation or take one action step towards your goals. So what are you waiting for? It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe and leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next week. Until then, don't wait till tomorrow. Be your best self now.